much self-pleasure time. <laughs> All that movement, he's wrecked it. And Francesco's no. still here. Yeah. No, that's for me. Yet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, quick and easy one, because we all have either to recover or football to watch. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's talk, uh, let's talk uh, Microsoft, well, it's going to be Microsoft and Activision Blizzard, and then a bit of Final Fantasy, which sort of loops into things. Um, so the merger, it could fall apart, according to insiders. Go on, Alessio, yeah. talk to us. Yeah, um, this past week uh, there was a new report uh, published by the New York Post uh, and apparently they have talked to some insiders uh, who, who claim that Microsoft did not expect this this level of scrutiny, you know, this, uh, this kind of probe. And uh, this also, according to the rumor, uh, kind of uh, created uh, a bit of a rift between uh, Activision and Microsoft because, of course, Activision uh, uh, wants to wants the deal to happen at all costs, you know, since it is very very lucrative for them. And uh, Microsoft, uh, you know, they might. Uh, the idea is that they might not necessarily want the same if if. Uh, you know, if uh, regulators uh, uh, put, uh, you know, some very uh, strong limitations on them, like, okay, we can we can pass this, but only if you, like, put in writing that you're never going to leave Call of Duty, you know, uh, out of uh, PlayStation or as an exclusive mm-hmm. to your platforms. Uh, I guess that's one stipulation that Microsoft... Uh, you know, as we've discussed, they have pledged to to keep it on PlayStation and possibly port it to other platforms, but to to get you know a a, a kind of binding uh, agreement that they never can they could never do it. I don't know if they if they would go for that <laughs> because they they would be like they could be like you know we're paying seventy billion dollars for what? Yes, of course we. They're going to get a lot more revenue through Activision Blizzard, and uh, but I don't know. I guess uh, the the idea is that they might want to to you know rethink it and see if it's really worth for them. Although, of course, uh, as we as we have stated, it's just a rumor for now. So uh, actually, after this report by the New York Post, there was also I think. Uh, a new uh, Activision Blizzard report for investors. And uh, as far as they've said, you know, publicly, you know, they still expect this deal to go, to go through, to, to pass, uh, you know, before I think it's June 2023. Uh, that should be the date. So, you know, officially they are still uh, estimating that this will go through. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, I- I'm not sure if I buy that Microsoft uh, di- was not expecting this kind of probe because honestly, it would have been naive of them. I, am, <laughs> I don't. I 
as I actually think they were probably expecting this because of one reason. It's the games industry. The mm. games industry doesn't usually get any sort of... People just think, oh, they're gaming companies. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but, uh, well, yeah, the, the uh, I think uh, earlier this month we also got the news about uh, the European Union's uh, regulation and they were they also uh, basically are looking into a deeper review of this deal with a sort of a phase two and uh, actually there was also one of the members of uh, the regulation the you know, the regulatory body in the European Union <laughs> he kind of caused a controversy because he, he tweeted uh, don't worry, we will make sure that uh, uh, Call of Duty stays on PlayStation. Uh, and it, it basically also said that uh, he, want, he owns a PlayStation and wanted to keep playing Call of Duty on, on PlayStation. So when, uh, when, when the tweet went live, uh, lots of uh, Xbox fans <laughs> were like, this is a conflict of interest. Mm. Uh, you know, others were, but this is just in jest. So it was kind of, uh, you know, uh, maybe he could have saved it, but uh, I don't know. The the funny thing is that at this point, if Call of Duty wasn't involved, there wouldn't have been an issue. It's it's just that serious that it's the problem at this point, because it's the, it's the one they always name drop. I mean, Activision Blizzard as Diablo, Overwatch, many other things, but None it's of Call of Duty. That money. Yeah, it's Call of Duty. It's the the real problem for this. Yeah, which, which I guess ties into another news, which uh, basically saw Modern Warfare 2 breaking records once again for the series, and uh, they have uh, they have surpassed. 1 billion in revenue already in 10 days. So it's uh, it's a new record for uh, <laughs> an already record breaking series. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> this and isn't going to make things easier for Microsoft. I think most of the sales most of the sales are on PlayStation. So yeah, this, yeah, absolutely. This isn't going to make things any easier now. Of course not. And and I I mean I as I say I genuinely believe them when they said they they weren't expecting this level of sort of scrutiny and pushback if only because they were thinking like I just said it's the games industry there's never the only time the games industry had this sort of attention was when you know in like in Australia or something or where where whoever what it America or Australia that Jack Thompson on about Rockstar. Ah, uh, yeah. You mean yeah. you mean that GTA shouldn't shouldn't have been sold because it yeah, was... essentially that's yeah. the last time. The only times games yeah. in the industry seems to get to get any attention is when when they just try to blame it for everything that's wrong in the world, mm. same as they did yeah. with films and everything in the past. So, yeah. but yeah, this sort yeah. of level of scrutiny sort of just shows that games as an industry really is on the map, prop, full and proper now. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you're right, of course. Uh, usually politicians only mention video games uh, whenever there is some kind of shooting. Mm. And, 
But uh, on the other hand, you know, this deal is a lot of money. So, of course, yeah. uh, politicians aren't known to, to scheme over these kind of things, you know. And they are very much into, into this, uh, you know, getting their hands on this kind of deals and, you know, manipulating them or, or well, you know, just in this case, uh, fairly reviewing them if you want. But, you know, the thing is, with a deal of this size, I think... Honestly, Microsoft should have expected. Uh, oh, they should have. Yeah, uh, because it's a lot of money. I think it's one of the biggest deals. You know, not, never mind the, in, the gaming industry, because it's like uh, ten times the biggest deal mm. before before it in the gaming industry. But you know, just overall, it's one of the biggest deals of the past few years overall in tech. So. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, it's going to get scrutiny. Oh dear. And yeah, Modern Warfare 2, a billion. I've, yeah. I'm, it, it's a video game, I think, maybe. I haven't <laughs> played it, so I'm, I, I can't really pass judgment. And it's I a first-person shooter. And it's, and it's a first-person shooter. Well, multiplayer. I, I expect that I, I won't be playing it anytime soon. You know, it's uh, I played the beta before I I got this injury, in, and yes. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like I think I said it pr- briefly in one of the podcasts, but uh, uh, I guess it was summed by some of the other reviews as well. Uh, Infinity Ward just you know they proved once again they are the best studio, uh, Call of Duty studio. I mean. Uh, so uh, I think I don't know if they were. I mean, they sort of dropped off, but yeah, maybe they're maybe they're back. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it's got something for everybody. Of course, it's it's still Call of Duty, you know, uh, at its core. So it's not like if if you don't like Call of Duty at all, it's not going to change your mind. But if you do like Call of Duty, it's really got yeah, I think something for everybody because. You know, it's got a campaign, and uh, it's got lots of multiplayer modes, uh, new mechanics, and also it's uh, basically now integrated with the new World Zone, which was also developed by Infinity World. And uh, so there's lots of uh, co-op modes as well. It's getting actual raids post-launch, yeah. apparently. So even for, you know, Usually, Call of Duty is very much geared towards uh, PvP competitive players, but this time it's also there's also PvE content for for even uh, you know maybe some people that are uh, fed up with Destiny or they don't want to they want a change they could look into Modern Warfare too. So. Uh, they are kind of trying to cover all their bases now. With uh, with Warzone, they are also going to feature uh, the DMZ mod, which is basically their take on Escape from Tarkov, which is one of the uh, newest trends in shooters, uh, the extraction shooter. So you basically you go into the map, and you you are at risk because you you may lose your inventory, but you can also, of course, gather new things that you can then you know, bring with yourself in the next matches if you do succeed in exfiltrating. So 
uh, it's going to have that as well. And uh, but you know, I think going back to Microsoft, <clears throat> I think uh, maybe they could get away if uh, if they agree to basically uh, put Call of Duty forever on uh, multi-platforms like Minecraft, basically. But they, you know, they choose to not to do the same with uh, other big IPs, like uh, even Diablo, maybe not Diablo 4, but, you know, other Diablos, uh, Warcraft, you know, uh, kind of everything else could be, I think, could be exclusive and uh, there's not much they could say about it, uh, regulators, I mean, uh, because while they are big, they are not nearly something that could foreclose you know the market as as they have been uh, saying uh, so i think that's uh, probably the best stipulation they could get away with if they want to close this deal if it's not, not even, yeah. it's not even that bad for them if they agree to leave call of duty multi-platform because it's still money coming in uh, i think it's more something like it's something that uh it's more like to say, not to say face, you know, but just to say mm, Call of Duty is exclusive to that. But it's not like they're losing money if they leave it uh, if they leave it on PlayStation. So I, I think if if they have to do that, it, it won't be that bad for them in the end. Yeah, I just you know I just don't know about Game Pass because obviously they they would want to to put Call of Duty and every other game on Game Pass yeah. as soon as possible. But I think, uh, you know, due to previous uh, Sony and Activision contracts, I think they cannot put uh, put it on Game Pass until uh, 2025. So I've read because of, uh, you know, like I said, contracts uh, made by Sony and Activision in the past years. So that that would be bad, I think, for them because still three years without Call of Duty, even though they, they buy the, the whole company uh, on Game Pass. Uh, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Uh, it's also interesting because, uh, you know, just, close, just to close the topic, but basically everyone has uh, spoken on this topic, uh, at least giving out, uh, you know, an early judgment the UK, the, U the European Union, but uh, we're still waiting to hear from the US, actually, from the FTC. So they are taking this with time. And uh, I guess it, it might be the, the biggest, uh, you know, uh, judgment of them all, uh, probably the most important. So we'll see what they do, uh, because... A lot of the early concerns were about the FTC, uh, since their uh, their chair uh, chairwoman basically is known to be anti-tech, uh, anti-big tech, so anti-consolidation. Uh, well, who knows? I, I just it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I. The more I look at it, the more I think about it, the the more sense it would make for me to just not let the deal happen, because it will 
as much as Microsoft will want to say that, well, it won't make them, you know, they'll still only be the third biggest in the games industry. In reality, they'll that that will put them above Sony because they'll have the ability to take so much away from Sony. They do already, but we'll see. We'll see. And yeah. speaking of taking away, let's see. We've got Sony potential. Well, yeah, we've got Sony taking something away for six months. I mean, it's not quite the same, but it's yeah. still the industry as always. Final Fantasy yeah. 16, PlayStation 5 exclusive for six months. I'm not surprised. I don't think Sony will should just buy Square Enix and get it over and done with, <laughs> just to prove me right. But there you go. Just to prove you right. They, they, just for that, yeah. Yeah, just for that. Just for that. Just for that. No other real. No other reason. I don't there know. I don't no know at this reason. point with this. You know, with this timed exclusives, I don't know if Square Enix has more to gain by continuing to yeah, do this for a while. Do. Oh, of course. Yeah, they do. you know <laughs> that. Besides six months is really nothing. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, like I said, like, a, like I wrote uh, in the article, it's, it was like that for uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. They had six months. So, uh, You know, the thing is, I think the, the saying is uh, at least six months, if I'm correct. So they uh... could extend it. If, uh... It actually says six months on that video. So we don't know if it's at least six mm. months. Well, yeah, of course, it's not like they have to release on PC the moment it, uh, the moment exclusivity ends. But they did so with the Integrate. Like, they released it right sick. On the Epic Games Store, they released it on, like, exactly six months after it released on PlayStation 5. So I think it's big enough that they would want to do something like that. At least on PC, we don't know about Xbox. But... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... No, it's interesting because, uh, yeah, like you said, Square Enix uh, kind of gets a double tap because they also do the six-month uh, Epic Game Store exclusive, or at least they did with the uh, remake, the seven remake. Yeah. So we don't, basically... we don't know. If, yeah, we don't know if they're going to do the same again. Yeah. Uh, the the next right. big one isn't an exclusive. Well, big one. We we think it will be big enough. It's for spoken. It's it's coming on Steam at the same time. So I don't know That's if they really put that away or just doing it on a game to game basis. Yeah, but you know, I think uh, Epic uh, is probably willing to shell a lot more for Final Fantasy sixteen than for 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 spoken. You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, even though Forspoken is actually looking uh, better in the last few videos. Yeah, so you know, the, fu- the funny thing is they shelled out money for Stranger of Paradise that it has sold like shit pretty much on every platform. So I, I don't know that what their strategy is when it comes to taking exclusives. Yeah, they are weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Like uh, Neo, the, the World Ends With You, it's another game that hasn't sold that well and yeah. it just released on steam like last month well over a year since the original release on the epic game store so i, I don't know they have a weird strategy it feels like they're throwing darts at the board and what strikes yeah let's do that yeah let's do that it doesn't make much sense 
But who knows? Maybe maybe it makes sense to them. I don't think anything makes sense to anybody anymore. <laughs> it's so no. fooked. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh, don't yeah. be so... So, Positive. you know, yeah, <laughs> right. It's the games uh, industry. Nothing. Th- the, nobody seems to make sense. So it's like, yes, spend spend an insane amount of money on six months deals and keep doing that in per- um, in perpetuity, rather than just buy the company. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, add loot boxes to everything and make yourself look like scum. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe Sony doesn't want to buy them. We haven't talked. You say you say it makes sense, but now you said that nothing makes sense. So maybe well, Sony yeah. doesn't want to buy them. You're pro- you, you you could actually be right, since since it's the <laughs> logical choice, it probably won't happen. <laughs> it probably won't. Anything that's the logical choice won't happen. So instead, they'll go out and I don't know. They'll buy. Oh God knows somebody crap. They'll they'll buy platinum games. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, they can't. Well, yeah. I don't know. They'll they'll go out and buy that. You know, one of those indie developer that pushes, you know, just quickly manufactured shit out onto the onto Steam. <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah, I use developers very loosely. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. No. I think that's yeah. We've we've covered everything quite quickly there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's think of something to fill up ten more minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, there... uh, I played a lot of stuff. So if you want to hear me rambling about, go things. on. Yeah, fill us. <laughs> I've I've not been playing a massive amount due to hospital visits, works at work, mm. and other things. Though I have now got that. I'm not finishing that sentence. Mm. <laughs> I I've been playing football manager. We'll put it that. Well, uh, it, well, I haven't much, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, tell us what you've been playing. Fill fill us oh, eight minutes. So yeah, I'm going to be quick because I could talk about four different things. But I'm I'm just going. I'm, I'm I'll be quick. Yeah. First one is tactics Ogre reborn. Okay. We already talked about it briefly the last time. And now I can because the embargo. I can talk about it more because the embargo is over. And it's a very. I, I think it's a Square Enix best remaster in a long, long time. They put a lot of care into it. It plays great. It looks. It looks decent enough. So there's that usual uh, filter they use for uh, 2D remasters that sometimes doesn't look that good. And it, in close-ups, it doesn't look good. It looks better when the. When the view is zoomed out, it looks much better. And it plays great. There's tons of quality of life changes that just make the game feel more modern in, uh, in some ways. And the story is, uh, I think we said that last time, but the story is exactly like the original and it's still very, 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 very good. It's like, you know, it's like Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. It has all those things, political scheming uh, and magic mixed in and it's... Very good, and there are some there are some great story moments that you have to choose between being a shit and being a total shit. Oh, <laughs> so so that, that's, very diverse yeah. then. Be crap or yeah. be crap. You know, yeah, you know, that's whatever you do is still the wrong choice, but that <laughs> it and it's still good. You know, this game is the original is almost thirty years old, and yeah. it's still as good as it 
it's good. It's still as good as it used to be. So I'm very, I'm very happy that Square Enix put some love into that because you know they don't do the, they they don't always do this with remasters like the Chrono Cross remaster from earlier this year was, eh, it was all over the place. It was yeah. not that good. So second thing is Sonic Frontiers, which has become the most controversial game. Uh, of this 2022, with people saying that it's crap and other people saying that it's good, I'm I'm with the people that say that it's good, though it has it, it has its issues. Yeah. Like you know, level design seems to be all over the place because you have those the rails, the bumpers scattered. It's team Sonic, so don't expect something to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, but it's much better. I think it's the best 3D Sonic game since a long, long, long time. Okay. That's you know, well, it's not that hard. You know, I I know it's not that it's not that difficult, but so that's a very low bar. Yeah, you know, I I uh, while it's not really original, I think Sonic Generations is a very good game. But you know, it was just recycled stuff, pretty much. So I, I think I think Sonic Frontiers at least attempts to do something something original, even though it recycles a lot of things. Uh, you know, it, it's the usual. Uh, it's usual that Sega has as them rush for the holiday release. And once again, it's like, it's a tradition by this point. And uh, it, I, I think it's good. It, it has its issues. It's not perfect, but it, it's a functional game. And it's something that we can't usually say about Sonic the Hedgehog games because bugs everywhere. And it's, I think it's fine. I, I, I think uh, players have... Uh, Except um, players are liking it more than critics somehow, which you know it it does happen sometimes. But yeah, I I think uh, you know I think some people have been too critical because I and un- I understand that you know there are if you want to do an open world game you have to do so- things in a certain way. But it's Sonic. It was supposed to be a disaster and it isn't. So it, it at least it, it at least shows that Sega is willing to. Put in some effort to make better games. Then the end results are are decent this time around. But if they build if they build upon this, it, the next one will be will be good. Generally good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was uh, just going to say that. Uh, I think um, the news is that uh, on Steam, at least, uh, the game is doing very well in terms of sales and also reception. I think it, it's uh, overwhelmingly positive uh, yeah. with the user review score. So it's, uh, I think users are liking it. Uh, yeah, there were some, uh, some really low reviews I, I've seen, but... Uh, yeah, maybe, you know, it's probably, well, I played it on PC, so no technical issues for me, but like on Switch, it looks very, very bad. Probably on older gen consoles too, but, you know, if you have to judge the game by how the game plays, then it's those low scores, are, I think they're undeserved. Uh, it's very gamey, if you know, you know, and you just have... A, it's not like the, this ultra realistic thing. You just have to, yeah, okay, there are bumpers everywhere. Who cares? It's Sonic. I mean, they, the, but I think, I, you know, I, I have to say that we, we should thank Paramount 
for the two movies because I think the two movies did much, much they've, for this game. They've done a lot to bring the series a bit back, yeah. Yeah, and you can tell the developers have, have taken inspiration from them for a lot of things. And it's good because the, the movies are good, so... Uh, yeah. It could be the start of a renaissance for, uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog, which is cool. You know, it's, it's cool, yeah. <laughs> Well, we had, we like to see how, you know, the, the thing with Sonic Team is that they get something good that the next game they throw everything away to start over from scratch. So hopefully they won't do it this time. That's, that, that, it's on them, you know. Yeah. Not to throw away the good they've done right now. Uh, oh, and, I'm uh, sure they'll manage it. I'm sure they'll manage it. To throw everything away, it's very likely. They've managed to do it a few times. You know, they'll make a decent Sonic game, then they'll just completely fuck it up. Essentially, they're like the platform version of Capcom when it comes to like Resident Evil manages the same thing. Good game, bring the series up, and probably get a bit comfortable, and then make a shit game, to which they have to then make a good game again. Well, in they've recovered a bit from from this in the yeah oh yeah yeah past but... few years yeah since seven since Resident Evil Seven they kind of got things right I know but there's all you know the 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 yeah the tradition is there so we'll yeah, see. yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. see well the thing is when whenever management changes the risk is always there and management yeah. changes pretty quickly pretty easily oh dear. Um, but did you did you play anything else, um, Francesco? Uh, well, I'm going. I'm just going to be very quick about uh, two things. Yeah. Well, the first one is I I tried Bayonetta three, and I'll just say that I'm happy I did not buy it. <laughs> I'll just Ooh. say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I, I will it. eventually buy it. I will eventually buy it down the line, but. It's not Bayonet. It's not the game I would have liked it to be, because uh, combat is great, but there are too many set pieces, distractions. Like it feels like you're never playing the game, really. Mm. And well, this is just an impression from like two hours with the game, so it might change. But it made me realize how good Devil May Cry Five is compared to it. Mm. So yeah, I'm I'm a little disappointed. I'm glad I did not buy it though. <laughs> I'll buy it when the price drops, but for now I I think I've had enough. Well the other the other game is God of War Ragnarok, but I mm. guess you could talk about that too because you probably completed it and I did not yet. Yeah. Well I didn't complete it because I was about to, but then um, the, the injury struck, but yeah, I, I almost almost did. And uh, yeah, no, I just, uh, you know, uh, Agnese had to do the review because uh, I couldn't, but uh, uh, like I told you, I think um, I, I, you know, don't think it's uh, worth of a perfect score, but it's uh, very, very close to that. Uh, like I said, the, the only real, uh, the only real gripe is that uh, you can see it's very much still a PS4 game, uh, of course, and uh, you know there are limitations to to how you can explore the world. 
uh, and they are pretty pretty obvious. Like you cannot, uh, uh, you know, freely move between uh, certain areas. Uh, I mean, uh, you can uh, you can't even jump. I mean, you you only jump contextually, right? So it's. Uh, uh, but you know, other than that, it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. So, uh, in every way, I think uh, combat uh, has been refined further. Uh, puzzles are great, I think. So, uh, you know, personally, for me, it's uh, nine point five. I'd say. Uh, so yeah, it's still an amazing, an amazing game, and. Uh, uh, you know, we'll see when when it gets to PC. I, hopefully, not far away, and uh, it will be it will be even better. Uh, of course, uh, you know, if you have a VRR compatible display, uh, you can still play in performance mode. So it's, uh, I think, it, it, you know, it goes between seventy and ninety FPS in that mode. Mm, yeah. So. Uh, it feels very responsive, even on, on PlayStation. Of course, uh, the, the resolution drops a bit, but uh, it still looks great. Uh, so, uh, I'd say if you are into the genre, it's uh, it's an absolute must. Yeah, it has a very great beginning. I was actually surprised by how it began, how it begins. Well, and anyway. Yeah. I to- I said this so many times, but I love the authentic tour they've done. I I, I would even say even the authentic coding because I like their uh, the way they portray them. So it's very it's it's very in line with the myths in many many ways. Even the first one was, but we didn't get to see many gods. Yeah, many gods. But he, I'm really loving this. It's probably the the best representation I've seen of the Norse gods in video games. And the, this is high praise from the Norse, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, local, it, yeah, local yeah, it, Norse lord master. It is. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, it's... Agnese said the same in the review. That's, you know, it, it feels... It, they, they, they have read the source of the Norse, Norse mythology, which is the Edda, it's called. And yeah. and they studied it well. I have to say they studied it well. So I, I'm I'm curious to see how things will proceed because I I played like six hours so far, so I'm still I'm yeah, still very early. I still uh, there's there's a lot to do. It's it's a big game, you know. Even if it's not open world, mm. it it can easily last over fifty hours. I think if you go, go and do everything, you know, the side uh, quests and. Mm. And stuff so it's it's also very big and uh well enjoy it enjoy it yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I already i already am I'll, I'll have to stop playing for a week because i'll be away but I'll chris did you yeah. play the first god of war i like the the reboot uh i think i played a bit of it I think I played a bit of it, and no, I'd never finish it. I've got, I'll, I need to finish it eventually. But yeah. yeah, it's time, time. There's never enough time. Yeah, but it, if if it was called God of War Manager, 
he would be all over it. Oh, total, total God of War. God of, God of, God of Total War. <laughs> oh, well. Right. Well, I mean, I've said I've been... I've not really played much lately due to yeah. many commitments. So yeah. nothing really much for me. And, well, we know you haven't been playing anything, Alessio. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, just we've just had you then, Francesco. It's been a quick one. We will be back doing proper ones soon, maybe. Yeah. Depends. Yeah, I think next. I think Francesco is still. Uh, yeah, I'm still away. Available. Oh yeah. well, we'll get there eventually. Two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, we'll probably see you in about two weeks' time then. Yeah. Yeah. It's like vacation for the readers as well. Right. Well, readers. enjoy yourself on your prostitute trip, Francesco. <laughs> well. If you've been to Paris, maybe you know better than I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because it's my first time in France. Oh, so. I've, God, I've been to Paris tons of times. <laughs> it's nice. Just don't eat escargot. I will not, because I can't fucking think about doing that, because they do it over here, too. No, they, not for me. Uh, here, here, but no. Not right. Well, <laughs> we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.